Before we get to our very special podcast today covering the events and history of United Wrestling with a special guest, Prodigy, I want to thank everybody for the support that uh, this podcast has been receiving. Um, It's exactly what I was hoping to have, and I really am a uh, big, uh, you know, uh, I guess the word I'm looking for here is I'm very um, happy and very uh, humbled uh, at the fact that uh, this has been getting uh, such attention and, um, you know, I, uh, the topics that I'm bringing up hopefully are able to, uh, shed, uh, some, somewhat new light. I want to bring in guys that, uh, really know what they're talking about, really know the topic well. And, uh, I want to help make this, uh, podcast as great, as good as it can possibly be. And I am really happy, uh, with the support that, I have uh, been getting from everybody, and uh, again, I just want to thank everybody, and today's podcast will feature, again, Prodigy, and I am super excited to bring him on to talk about the league that really helped me, and really, it wasn't the biggest league I was in, but it is the league that I held and still hold a very special spot in my heart for. And not a lot of people, you know, a lot of people know this league, but not a lot of people know what's going, what happened with this league and how it it all started out. So without further ado, let's get right into it. All right, are we live? It says it says we're live, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the, with we're live and going now. You know we got the episode today. Of course, we have United Wrestling. It is a uh, as I said in my opening uh, segment for this episode. I and I I enjoyed United Wrestling. Mm-hmm. I really did, and it's got a very um, it's got a very special spot because. It, <laughs> it was it was the first it was the first real place, um, you know. It, it wasn't. Uh, let, let's put it this way: it wasn't a top league, but it was mm-hmm. one of my favorite leagues just just because of the creativity and the work that you could see that you know you in particular, you being the owner, yeah. put into United Wrestling. Um, so I guess the best place to start is. You know, kind of. I guess I'll go ahead and start with how I can. I, I can scroll back all the way. I don't know about you because you said that you can only go to like UK Takeover, but I can scroll yeah. all the way. Well, I, um, I got it. I only got it on like I got it pulled up on my computer screen just because okay. with the Anchor app for all its great you know features, I'm not sure if I exit the app if the recording will continue. Yeah. So, I got you. Um, but I got wow. it pulled up on my computer screen. But, you know, let's go ahead and start out here with um, where UW came from. Where did the uh, initial spark the idea for the league come from? Well, um, I actually, like, downloaded the app again because I downloaded it um, 
trying to think when. Sometime in 2016, in October, I think it was, and I just deleted the app because I was like, this is stupid. And um, after that, I just kind of, like, then eventually re-downloaded the app and started looking at some things. And I saw, I think it was XCW was the first show that I, like, actually read. And it was the Three Stages of Hell cage match. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is really cool. And I remember commenting, can I join this? To a very frank Prince Jericho with the simple no. And I was so upset. I was like, darn it. I really wanted to join this. So I decided I'm going to try this out. And I came up with United Wrestling as a name off of my original name, Ultimate Hardcore Wrestling. But I decided that was stupid. So I went with United Wrestling. Um, And made the first, like, made the announcement post with the crappy, the original crappy belts that you will not find anymore because I've removed them. Um, and with basically just a stock image of Finn Balor with the words bound for gold. And I was like, this is so cool. I'm such a good editor. I'm, I'm the coolest. And I just started trying to recruit people, a lot of which said no, because this was stupid. And eventually I got JT, I think. This is the, like, when JT Oakley was getting started out. I got you as Ryan Rensick, and I got Steven yep. as Hermata. Mm-hmm. Um, the classic. Hell yeah. I got Chris Morley, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Um, he was our original world champion. We'll get to that, though. I got Ren as Sam Saunders, Jamie. Bless his soul. The um, classic. Another classic right there. Heck yeah. I got, here's one that wasn't a classic. We got um, ATP or Amari. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll yeah. say this. I'll say this about Amari. I think I think ATP, the character ATP, had a lot of potential. Oh, yeah, for sure. Amari just couldn't capitalize on that. He just wasn't the greatest. <laughs> no. And, of course, you know, everybody's got a starting point. It's just yeah. I think he got to a certain point where he thought he was already at a certain level, and he wasn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like when but, Rising put him at like number thirty in the Royal Rumble, he thought it was going to be like some big return, and it was like cool to see him. But it was also it, like it was really nice. But you know, he did screw me out of winning the whole entire thing. So, <laughs> yeah. um, Rising's you know, an it, interesting one, man. Rising's an interesting one, and if I can get Storm on here at one point, I uh, fully fully plan on yeah. um, having a Rising episode because. It's another it's another league that's not necessarily the biggest, but it's one of those things where it, it's it holds mm-hmm, a very right. special spot because I remember back when it was just EWL. We'll get there too. We'll yeah. get there too. But um, you know, to to kind of move on now, you know, everybody st- starts to kind of sign up. I, I remember the Kenny Alpha situation. That was, oh God, uh, no! That was no. not that was not a good one. That was not a good one. Well, if you're gonna have to, if you're gonna go into all the good, we got to go into all the bad too. Oh no, and, uh, I don't even uh, remember how that started. I think it was like we wanted him to be in Storm Stable because that's that's another thing. Storm came into he had like a stable and he was gonna take over UW. Yeah. And I think Kenny Alpha, I think he really wanted to be the mystery man, but we already had the shield decided, and so he basically started like throwing a tantrum, um, left UW. And then tried to come back like a day later. Yeah, that was. Uh... 
this was when I was like starting out as a league owner and didn't really know much about leagues. So I was like, yeah, sure. Welcome back. Yeah. Come back in. And then why not? Yeah. <laughs> then, then everything else happened and it was a mess. Jobs um, out, jobs out in the initial tournament and throws a fit because he lost. But again, getting there, the first mm-hmm. show. Uh, and, and this is the, this is the thing that will be about UW in general, not just this first show, but like, no, completely about the league. If you're looking for crisp writing, don't find UW. It's, it's if you're looking writing. for if you're looking for creativity, if you want to find where a successful league owner gets his start, UW is a fantastic place to start yeah. because it, it, it proves it's a proving ground there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you can see throughout the history of the shows up to United We Stood with that excellent William Hardcore Sam Saunders Hardcore main event. Mm-hmm. And we'll get there. We'll get there as yeah, well. we'll get there. <laughs> I mean, if this is going to be a complete retrospective on the history of UW. Got to get mm-hmm. there. But yeah. you look at that match in particular, from where it starts to where it ends, you see the complete evolution of Prodigy as a writer. You, mm-hmm. you know, your your entire process, and you you're the first one to say that the Sam Saunders uh, William Hardcore match was the match that it, it finally clicked for you. Yeah. Um, so now with AIM, and that's a league that we'll cover on a future episode. Mm-hmm. Um, with, with AIM, you can see how, how much the, the consistency has gotten there, and everything is crisp. Everything looks really, it feels big, and it's, it's uh, been fun to watch, and can't wait to see the future of that. But <laughs> to get back on track, you, yeah, after, after you buried show. me on the first episode. Well, you know, I. Yeah. I, I Execution, not the yeah. match, yeah, not the story. I don't know, Execution. You I buried know me I'm last right. episode too. It's it's just you and burying me on this show, man. Well, I, I, I gotta get gotta get the honest. It's <laughs> it's all about being honest here, and oh, I yeah. do believe you were my wild card for the for the match. I think if anybody was going to be able to pull off the big upset, it was going to be everybody underestimating Christopher Orion. So you know, a lot of. A lot of uh, that, I think that played into the story of the Field of War. Oh, yeah. Being yeah. that Orion, everybody thought he shouldn't have been there because all he'd done is come in and, and lose matches. But it was a nice thing for Prince to include you, Prince mm-hmm. and Nick, and that entire team to include you because it, it gave you a little bit of a spotlight. And it, for all intents and purposes, you might have been the MVP of the match just because of some of the – opportunistic spots yeah some of the best spots from the match i remember it was christopher orion doing those spots so yeah because i I um, got to eliminate luke i i kicked out of a bunch of stuff i had christian harris on his heels for a while so like i feel like that match furthered my story because like i got to i guess get in there as this guy who did nothing and proved that i could go yeah um, but that's, that's another talk for another day. Let's get back uh, to yes, this again. <clears throat> but the first show, an eight-man tournament to crown the first ever United Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. And uh, all for... eight guys in this tournament, hold on, sorry to interrupt you again. Uh, all eight good. guys in this tournament, you will not find on Amino anymore. Like, they're on Amino. Like, Devin's got Ryan Rancic, but he's not doing anything. Um, Jamie was Sam Saunders, but that's the AIM owner now, so he's not mm-hmm. doing anything. Steven's got Hermata, but when Lion Wrestling closed, he's got nothing. Everyone else is gone. So that just shows you how different it was back then. 
The yes. WBW well, Tag Team Champion and Ryan Rancic. Oh, yes. <laughs> Ryan Rancic and Armada, the, the, the brothers. The, what was it? True Justice? True Justice. Yeah, it was um, True Justice. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that, uh, that team ultimately didn't work out in the end. But, you know, we'll, we'll get to that on UW, too. Yes. Um, Rancic. Rancic's a character that I do plan on keeping with Rising because, again, he's on Team Rising. And mm-hmm. Rancic, when it was EWL to EWL UK to Rising, Rancic was the first guy that Storm yeah. signed and brought mm-hmm. in. So I wanted to make sure just because I think if Rancic's going to be of use anywhere, it's going to be in Rising because mm-hmm. I think the story there is that he's been there from the beginning. He's been the backbone. He's basically the heart and soul of Rising. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think if you take that out, if you take him away, it's like, it's like Rising is losing a piece of its history. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't want to do that because I think that there's a lot that you can do with that storyline, that aspect. So Rancic's coming back. Heck He's yeah. on Team Rising against 5SW. And mark my words, I'm calling you out right now, 5SW. I am going <laughs> to, with or without the cooperation of my teammates, beat that entire team. I'm going to do it. I am motivated to win that match for Rising. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, on, I'm on Team Five as W as the Intercontinental Champions. So you're right. You're right, and I guarantee you'll push. You'll push me hard. But yeah, motivation. I got to do this. It's, you got it's this. in my heart and soul. I got to do this. We got um, you. <laughs> So back to back to United Wrestling. We're on yes, Bound sir. for Gold. It was the tournament, and the first round passed. And I think I think the first round ended with let me see. It was Morley. It was Morley. Me. It was Morley against Rancic and Hermata against. I think it was ATP who won that one. Yeah, it was probably. Yeah, ATP. it was ATP because like the Shield costume or whatever. Yeah, the, the Shield, which wasn't any of the members of the Shield. Like, of the it, it, it was the new brood of yeah. the shield, um, <laughs> but you know the uh, the rancic the rancic Hermata stuff kind of starts at that point, where mm-hmm. rancic is against Morley and Hermata, you know, and they 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 deemed it fit that they want to make sure Morley doesn't uh, win the title, and of course Morley ends up upending me, Hermata upends ATP, and that leads to the finals of the tournament where. Morley gets Hermata, and there were some shenanigans uh, with Rancic trying to make sure that Hermata locked it up. But in the end, at the end, Chris Morley, who is sadly no longer a part of this app, I, yeah, I, he's feel, I feel as if he had a lot of potential there with the Morley mm-hmm. character, and unfortunately, uh, we didn't get to see that uh, really take hold. Uh, another future episode, just to mark that down. Mm-hmm. What could have been? Um, yeah. The fact of the matter is that he will go down in history as the first ever United Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion, and I'll, I'll be the first. I'll be the first one to say I think it was the right call. You mm-hmm. get it on a guy who is better known as a heel, but in this instance, acting as a babyface. You know. You being basically the creative mind behind the whole process, you know, when when you think about who your first world champion is going to be, uh, what what ultimately made the decision that Morley was the right guy? 
Well, um, I really wanted to push Hermada as like a top heel. That was obvious off the first show, like mm-hmm. how we booked him. Um, and I wanted to sort of build tension between Rancic and Hermada. That's what we like decided that we were gonna do. Yep. Um, so we started off with like Hermada getting to the finals, and he wanted it to be Rancic and Hermada in the finals. So it'd be like, no matter who wins, one of us has got the belt. We've got control of UW. And then Morley beat her, or Morley beat Rancic, so it was like, ah, oh, you, you dropped the ball. And then Morley beat Hermada, so there's like more tension there, where it's like, we both just dropped the ball, and now we got to get him. But also, I hate you for dropping the ball. Um, so, like Morley was a guy who, I don't remember his username. I think he got banned. Yeah, his his first account got banned, but his yeah. promos. His promos for the time, or at least what I thought were pretty good. They were... They don't hold up, definitely, but they were no. good. Um, and, like I said, I thought it could work as a storyline. And also, at that time, I looked at reps more than characters, and I was like, I love Chris Jericho! He's yeah. gonna be my champion. So, yeah. I mean, why not? He's, you know... Yeah. And it was a smooth move. And again, one of those guys that I feel like could have been a top future talent, but yeah. just at the end of the day, some of the things that occurred just didn't let it pan out that way. Yeah. Um, but now, now we're going to move on to the weekly show that was run by yourself mm-hmm. and United <clears throat> wrestling syndicate. And Heck yeah, that was something that was like, at the time I was like, it's a weekly show. And that was the are... time where I didn't have a life, so I, or like any life. So I was like, yeah. "Yay, I can do this!" And I got ambitious. I opened Syndicate up, and then I eventually opened Spotlight up. And then I realized that I had to get a life. Yes, and, and it's uh, that, that, fell apart. Well, that that obviously you know, life is life is rough sometimes, but obviously, uh, well, you you've well balanced your your life on the app and your life outside of it. Um, I have. In in a certain in a certain aspect, <laughs> yes, because I, I remember I remember I, I remember at the time because it was like well my grades are dropping and I got to you know if I don't get a certain you know grade point average they're going my parents are going to make me leave yeah. so you have you have certainly since you're still here obviously uh, yeah. you certainly got to have some sort of balance and it's it's better balanced I suppose than a lot of other people. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely better, but it's still not great. It's it, you know I'm the same way though. I've still got a lot of work to do. I mean, I, mean, I dedicated an entire podcast to wrestling amino. Right. You know, so it's like, <clears throat> what life do I necessarily have? Exactly. Um, and like yeah, Matthew you know, and I are starting one soon, so I can like double up on that. Yeah, we we all don't have a life. We all just wasted our life away on a wrestling app. Doing great. Uh, you know, but I mean, where 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 else can you have the community? Yeah, right. wrestling amino. It's it's great to come in. You meet a lot of like minded people. You meet some people that'll challenge your opinions. Uh, but you know, it's really it's really nice to have that those kind of conversations because you can't really have that outside of a wrestling platform. Right. So it's not it's nice to have this spot to go to, uh, kind of circumvent and you know <laughs> take out your frustrations on each other a lot <laughs> of the time. That happens <laughs> a lot. That's what ends up happening. But honestly, it is a great community. Um, yeah. And to any non-Amino listeners that may tune into this, 
I, I do highly recommend the Wrestling Amino app. Uh, it's, a, it's an app that you can find a whole bunch of different things on. Again, no sponsorships, but you can find a whole lot of different uh, things yeah, let's on hope, this app. Let's hope we can get some sponsorships one of these days. Well, yeah. If, I, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna hype up this app so much on this on this podcast, I sure hope that they take notice and give me a sponsorship. So, <laughs> um, but yes, United Wrestling Syndicate, and the you know the starting point, of course, you've got guys like JT Oakley, uh, Ross Cassidy. That's a name oh, yeah, that, Ross, uh, yeah, Ross. That, that's a name not a lot of people remember. Ross Cassidy, another guy who had all the potential in the world and just couldn't uh, couldn't necessarily hang on there. Dude, Ross was great. He was one of those people that, like, back then could, like, like, Morley was one of those people that the promos wouldn't hold up. Some of Ross's promos still would hold up. Like, yeah. they were great. It's just <laughs> sad to see him kind of, you know, walk away and leave, but... Mm-hmm. He was a he was a focal point. You had Randy Hart in there, Randy Hart. Oh yeah, he uh, he came in when um we went head to head with EWL. I think it was at the yep. time. Yeah, he he was the he, he was kind of like the EWL trademark guy, and you know yeah. he ends up coming in. But you, you push guys, you know, ran six at the top of the card. There 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 was this uh, buffoon named Tova Chogo. I, oh god, uh, Tova Chogo. There was a. What was that thing you turned into Pentagon? What was that? What was that guy you turned into like the Pentagon? It was like guy? Hex, I think it was. That was Hex. One of my old, yeah, that was one of my old guys that I was. I like, enjoyed Hex. I, I really enjoyed Hex. Especially I thought I was going to be like Chris Terminko and like push my own guy, and I was like, I'm so excited for this. And then, <laughs> then didn't, yeah, it didn't. Uh, it didn't. Well, we're going to turn this into another thing, another trademark on your podcast because Bowen was burying Chris a lot, so now we're going to start burying Chris. Hey, I, I, uh, I used to, I uh, very, I very well used to respect Chris Domenico. And for all, again, oh, yeah. for all the, for all the different, uh, things he brought to Amino, the, the fact that he pushed people to be better league owners, he, he pushed mm-hmm. people to be better riders. Yeah. Um, he's definitely contributed a lot. You know, the, uh, you know, AWI, uh, that was, that was fun. And that's still, that's something nobody's been able to replicate mm-hmm. the Amino wrestling uh, insider that nobody's been able to replicate that. I've got and, something on my sleeve, so let's hope that I can. Let, I can finger, that. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I, I, I look forward to. Uh, I look forward to stuff like this because mm-hmm. we we need something like that to kind of you know continue the traditions of wrestling. I mean, yeah. All right, but, so we've gotten off track about twenty times. So let's yes. get back to syndicate. Well, it's it, it's it's fun to get off track though. You know, always oh, yeah. go on and, and we get one leg. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, but uh, yeah, Syndicate. Uh, the first episode airs, and of course, the basis is it's all based around uh, Chris. You know, yeah, it's it's based around Chris. You know, and it, it's it's a to me, it's still a solid show as far as booking goes. And I'm a big mm-hmm. believer that as long as your booking's okay, you know, the the writing can be you know subpar, but if your booking if your booking is able to hold up. And you can look back on booking decisions and say, "Hey, that's a good one." You know, yeah. I think I think eventually it'll stick more in the head that, man, they know how to they, they know how to make you invested in their stories. Because mm-hmm, we what, had whether... that that was the episode when we had um, Rancic and Morley, and that was when like you and it was Rancic and Hermada, I think double choke slammed him. Um, Storm came out. Hardcore and Storm had like their first big in ring segment. That was when we announced Saunders was going to be Hardcore's partner, um, and Storm was like, "I'm not going to reveal my partner. What are you stupid? Not yet. I'm not yeah. going to do it yet." 
And then we had the gauntlet match, which was one of my favorite things that I did book for United Wrestling because it was just, it was so fun to book because it was like, I just love gauntlet matches in general. Yeah. And it was Rennie Regegas, I think. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce that. Rennie, Rennie Rages. Rennie yeah. Rages. Versus Jacob Cast. Um, my man. Rennie, Rennie Dwan. Um, I remember when I called him Reggie for a while, and then he was like, it's not Reggie! <laughs> well, that's a that's a callback again. He was a guy who... Uh, he, he was a guy who was big for a while. Uh, at he least... and Lolo were tag team champions once, I think. It was them and, like... Not AC... Was it ACW? It was ARW. Oh, it was ARW, yeah. ARW. I, I remember Rennie, Rennie being a guy who... Um, you know, he's another one of those guys that right. just missed out on, you know, being around and being one of those guys that really took over the spotlight because he was in that same class of guys as uh, Carter Harris, Eric Turner, uh, Javi. He was in that same group of guys like them. And they, they've all obviously grown to be some of the top stars on the entire app. Right. And, and he was he was in that group. And being pushed as one of the top members of that group, and then he was just gone. Yeah, he had everything a lot of just. Personal. He could have been up there. Everything just went away, and uh, it's it's one of those things where, again, you know what could have been. You always sit. Sometimes you sit back and think about some of these guys and go, "Man, if they were if they were here now, right?" He had a good be? character too. Like Kevin Nash was a unique rep. Nobody used Kevin Nash. No. And that's so one like, of those things. It's cool. I, I love I love Kevin Nash, and mm-hmm. I and I love the fact that he used Kevin Nash, and it, it helped me ultimately, you know, take Simon Kidd and make him this, you know, ultimate underdog character through the IIW tournament. Oh yeah, yeah, right. But and he was my second round opponent. It helped mm-hmm. it helped make Simon Kidd this ultimate underdog character, and I really it's like David trying to slew Goliath and you know mm-hmm. get there and another topic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we go. We keep getting off track. So, um, it, then it was Jack Phoenix, which is a guy who didn't hold up. Um, no, he was just a guy yeah, that no. I was. He was a guy that I was like, I'll give him a chance, but then just had him get killed by JT. Um, and then Ross Cassidy came in and destroyed JT, and Ross was the first UW Next Gen Champion, which was our secondary belt, which you could cash in for a world championship opportunity that nobody ever chose to cash in. I think that's one of the forgotten stories there. Yeah. It, 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 it might have been it, – it, it could have been that you had your main event angles going on, and it was that you – I know it was that you wanted to build this guy up to be the next challenger, but it, it never got to a point because for the great the great moments UW had, it didn't have a very long extended stay, so you never yeah. really could uh, get to that point. I, if I'm right, it only had – 12 to 13 episodes of Syndicate, so... It was probably less than that, but yeah, episode 2 didn't really have anything. Um, it Then we just kind of gradually built up to our first pay-per-view besides um, what was the one called? Um, shoot. Um, Bound for Gold. We had Born yes. for Battle. And on that show, we had Hex versus... Speaking of Carter Harris, here he is with the Cody rep. Remember when he oh, Cody? I remember that. It was a lot of fun. Carter Harris, he's he's a guy who I thought was going to end up being in that group of guys that of what could have been as well. But Carter Harris, 
he's stuck around. He's, he's, he's taking his. He's pushing through. You know, he, he's he's made, he's had his long extended absences from and the. He's in app, he's in the semis of the AIM um, Cruiserweight Championship tournament. Cheap plug, and depending on when you put this out, um, you said it's going to be like. Two weeks probably because next week's your master plan episode. Yes, so. next week's the master plan edition. Uh, I'm hoping he'll probably be in the finals out. by then of the CW tournament because he's gonna he's beating um, Squid. Sorry, Bowen, you already know about this. <laughs> but um, well, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and hopefully uh, not put this out so it doesn't spoil anything. So uh, oh, it'll still... be out by then. It'll be out Got by like, probably Friday actually. Cheap Sounds plug. Good. Sounds um, good. But we just had some more matches. We had um, Oakley and Rennie Regigas. Regigigigay. Regigigas. Rennie Regigigas. We had one of the Shield guys. We had, like, what's his name? Luke Davidson, I think it was, versus ATP. Ross Cassidy versus Jackson Fist. Um, God, that Jackson Fist. Oh, God. Yeah. Wasn't that a Travis Banks rep? Yeah, it was a Banks rep, and he eventually became next gen champion. But this was before that. Um, then it was Morley, Hermada, and Rancic on this show, and this was when this was when we were telling the story of Rancic was finally gonna break free. Rancic's done with Hermada. Yeah, but he, he, he still wasn't. gave him he still he still gave him the belt in the in the end. At the end of this show, Hermada is the new world champion. Right, uh, and it Morley... was also Storm, Storm, and eventually Randy Hart, who would be revealed, but he was a mystery partner at this time yes. versus Saunders and Hardcore. And you know that really set up. You know, Storm and Hart hated each other in, in storyline to go along with mm-hmm. Hardcore, and, and the only reason the only reason Randy Hart had any part of the uh, storyline with. EWL and him being on Team EWL is because at the time he wasn't in United Wrestling yet. He wasn't, and he wanted to be. He wasn't, he wanted, yeah, you know, he wanted to be on the roster. He just wasn't there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and due to a sense of, I guess, loyalty from Randy, he he joined up with Steven Storm. But that didn't last very long, now did it? That didn't last nope. long at all. That lasted um, about an episode because I think it was Syndicate Four where he was like, "No, I hate you, lol." Yeah, you know, I, I the only reason the only reason I did it. So I could end up on this roster. That, mm-hmm. Basically, that's what the yeah, whole thing that's boiled what he did down to. Uh, and you know, it, it worked out really well. And you got a new world champion. He's a he's a dominant, tall, lanky yeah. Undertaker repping heel. He's tall. He's like he's tall. <laughs> yeah, I mean tall is about <laughs> he's as tall. good as you can describe. As good as you can describe her body. He's intimidating. Oh, yeah. And- wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Can I tell a story about um how I made him switch to The Undertaker instead of El Macias or whatever? By, by all means. Okay, so I had seen one video of El Macias, and it was the TNA. It was one of his TNA videos where he, like, I think it was a mask he took off, and then, like, blood came out of his mouth. And I thought it was the creepiest thing ever. So I decided I didn't want that on my roster, and I said I can't find any gifts of this guy, knowing that I could easily make gifts of this guy. So I was like, "Can you switch to the Undertaker for me?" <laughs> he be, he begrudgingly. I, I can say this because he's my brother. He begrudgingly yeah. did it. Yeah, but he, he said it was okay because the Undertaker fit with the eeriness that he was looking for. Yeah, and now, it worked now, out if, in the end. Yeah, it, it did. It, it, you know, he's the world champion, and he was excited to kind of carry the torch for UW because at the time, mm. 
UW, there, there was LHW and EWL, but at the time they were role play leagues, so nobody knew what was going on with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first written league to kind of take him and say, you know what, let's give him, let's give him the shot. He's mm-hmm. he's great, and you know and I then, think that. Oh, you, you continue. Um, it was it, it was just you know I'll give it a shot, but th- but then then uh, some a little bit of a booking woe in a way came across with. There it is. The ultimate faction that came together <laughs> out of it. Uh, yeah. Again, again, I, I still, I still maintain, by all intents and purposes, it is the only ill thing that is in my brain with uh, United Wrestling as a whole. Yeah, we and we totally it, messed up that reign because every single match that, um, what is it, Hermada had, he had to get help. We booked him like. The chamber, he had like Tovachogo or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, he had uh, he had Tovachogo and Hex in there against Rancic, Banks, and ATP. Yeah, he which is he the had pay per view, I believe. Um, Evolution was when we had the Elimination Chamber and, and the Money in the Bank. Oh yeah, that was Money in the Bank too. Yeah. Oh, Cam um, Hardy, Jesus. He was gonna win that match for a little bit. I was gonna give it to Cam Hardy, but then eventually I was like, I'll give it to Jordan Walker and. Jordan Walker's another one of those guys. Man, I, I just, you oh, know, yeah. just remin- reminiscing here, UW had some guys that were going to be breakout stars here, uh, and they just kind of faded off into the sunset. Yeah. And it's sad. You know, Jackson Fist, of course, at this time had, uh, you know, when we get to EWL, uh, UW Evolution, when we get here, Jackson Fist has already taken the next-gen championship. And Jackson Fist was a guy who had an ego problem. Yeah, he, he um, thought he was all that when he really wasn't. In reality, no, he, he was not. And I think he really got under my skin in particular because I was, at the time, sitting back and kind of watching how things were panning out. This is right before, a lot of this happens right before I start hitting my stride in places mm-hmm. like XCW. So I'm watching Jackson Fist, and he's in some different places, and I'm watching him, and I, I, I'm sitting back like, this guy is has got one of the biggest egos. He, he sits there, and he just rambles on about himself and thinks, thinks he's the greatest thing that has ever graced God's green earth, when in reality, everybody else is ahead of him. Right. So it was the, it was the chamber, and in the chamber then we had um... – Chris Morley returned, and he cost Johnny Banks, I think it was. It was Lucha's guy, I think. And then Lucha left the app, and it was like, really? And then came back and started a podcast because uh, he he apparently liked my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was like, really? I was about to build that feud up. But then I was like, okay, cool. I guess we could do Morley and Hamada again. Um, And in that match, then we had Rancic finally go, I'm going to not – bow down to Hermata, and then Tovachoga killed him. And then we gave Rancic another unclean win. And it was yeah. Like, well, looking back on that, I'm like, oh, gosh dang it, we could have built him up as an unstoppable force, but he just had to cheat all the time. Well, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, And, yeah. you know, again, at this time, you were a brand new league owner. Mm-hmm. And for all intents and purposes, again, it's the only thing that I can think of that was like, yeah, that was kind of a little bit of a blunder there, you know? And it wasn't, it wasn't that it was a, a blunder, but in the fact that he was the world champion and he had a group of guys around him. So your thought process probably was, well, you could go one of two ways 
with this. You can go one of two ways with this. You can have you can have her her Mata be this dominant world champion, unstoppable force, or you can have um, his faction help him along the way, and you know take the take everybody down. Mm-hmm. And of course, you went with you know the faction takes everybody down, and that's a good way to build a heel as well. If mm-hmm. you know if he's got a, but again, I would say that just because of the first of all the rep. Yeah, take into account the rep, the character. Yeah. yeah. With the with the way that he was he, he that Steven in particular wanted to be built. He uh he just you know, he, he got a little frustrated. He was still happy to be the world champion, of course, but just a little frustrated with And then we the, took that from him. Yeah. And th- then we got to the next one and Chris Morley. Uh you know, these, these syndicate, syndicates were really good, but I think a lot of it, it was more story building rather than big time matchups. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one thing we did forget about here on this evolution card before we move on, Randy Hart versus Steven Storm in a hardcore match of power on the yeah. line. Yeah, that one. Um, it's, I, I think it does get forgotten in the shuffle because it's sandwiched between a triple threat between... Uh, Jackson Fist, Ross Cassidy, JT Oakley, and the Elimination Chamber. Uh, plus, the show kicked off with the Money in the Bank. Right. But that that it, match was the one where Saunders turned heel, right? I'm not looking at that right now, but yeah. That was the one where Saunders yeah. joined up with Storm and became his hive gun. Yeah. Um, Which, again, I think the Sam Saunders always painted as this, you know, the guy, he's a big guy, so you would imagine him to be a heel. But Ren's best work with Sam Saunders I must say his best work with Sam Saunders was probably as a baby face. Yeah, definitely. And then, and I, I just, I think at the time I wanted to see if he could pull off the heel character and if he could do that. But yeah, his work was definitely best when he was a baby face. Yes. And you know, sometimes it just pants out that way. He mm-hmm. did good work as a heel. He, yeah. Know, it wasn't that he was, he, it wasn't that he did bad. It was just, no, that he did better it, it just uh, better as a baby face. And sometimes that works out that way. I personally feel like if you tried to turn, uh, you know, Prince heel, for instance, I think yeah. Prince is a great heel, but his best work is when he's a baby face. Yeah. If you wanted to turn somebody like, if you wanted to turn somebody like, say, you know, with the Kirk Matthews heel turn that ended up happening, his best work always, even 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 though people got to a point where they were like, this is the most boring baby face act I've ever seen. His best work has been his baby face work. Yeah. Um, the guy, and, and you know, and on the other side of the coin, say, say you take somebody that's a well-known heel, like uh, say Kyle Sycamore or Eric Turner or Eric Turner. You Turner turn will face. never be a baby face again because of no. what he did to BSCW. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the the heat off of that. He. Uh, I remember it was. Sorry to cut you off, but I remember oh, you're good. It, was, it was me and Matthew that were talking, and this was when all in like. I'm still not sure what was happening with that, but we were talking about building up Eric Turner and Christopher Orion, and Matthew was like, Orion could literally murder somebody, and Eric Turner would still be the heel. There's no way that this man who just, like, in kayfabe, shut down BSTW would ever be a babyface again. I mean, he killed an entire promotion. In in storyline, he killed an entire promotion, and the fact of the matter is that every league he's in now, We'll hold, we'll hold over the head. There's always this thing holding over his head that he walked out with their world title. That was BSTW. It was at the top 
if we give him, you know, and this is how every authority figure will be with it. If he mm-hmm. did that to them, if he gets our world title and he's not satisfied with what we're doing, oh no, do, what, what's he going to do with us? Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where you know his stuff. He's been a baby face. He, he's been a baby face, but when you know again, turn him heel, it took him to a whole new level. Yeah, and now he's like one of the top guys on the app. Yeah. Obviously, I think uh, it's very easy to say that he's a top five guy right now. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? I think top five would go to, like, Brock Lesnar. This is in no order, but it's Brock Lesnar, yeah. Rikaz, um, Eric Turner, Squid Star. Um, who else? Javi's still there, yeah, obviously. Yeah, Javi's still there. He's he's kind of dwindling, though, because he just doesn't do leagues that much. Like, he does yeah. BOTB, AIM. He did BSCW, but then that got shut down, like... He doesn't do many leagues. He does them sparingly, but he's still up there. Thad. Thad's definitely another guy. Oh, Thad for sure. And I, th- I think the guy, the be-all, end-all always with uh, promo artists and league owners is uh, definitely it has to be Prince. Yeah. I, I think he's still, he's still the guy that everybody is trying to beat. He's still mm-hmm. the guy everybody's trying to reach. Um, nobody's, and- nobody's giving him world titles, though, because they're like, we got to put him in the legacy role where he's like the guy that everyone wants to be. No, he no, can be I, a world champion. He could be the, you know, the guy that you put, you base the entire company around the league around, and he's going to make it successful just based on that. And Prince mm-hmm. Michaels, uh, Prince in general, everything he's done from his promo work to obviously the work he's done with BOTB. Yeah. He is the penultimate amino user. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I want to go ahead and announce now before we move on to the next event in UW, in UW history that on the 22nd of September, it will be the two-year anniversary of the final chapter between Kyle Sycamore and Kirk Matthews. And on that day, on that day, I will have Prince O'Shaughnessy on this podcast to discuss his booking decision behind that. Uh, we're going to go in-depth on his career on Amino, and we will also be going in-depth on the two blunders that were on my list of booking, of worst booking blunders in WA history. We'll be talking, obviously, about Sycamore versus Matthews, but also the Clarity booking. And we'll be going in-depth on everything BOTB on that episode as well. Yeah. So mark your calendars, September 22nd. Be prepared. It is going to be a, an absolute can't-miss episode. All right, so now you got to mark in your notes to make sure that you don't announce that next week because then you'll be announcing it twice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to keep that under wraps. So, you know, yeah. you know, uh, end of, it's, it's an end of June announcement. Let's yeah. put it that way. So we, we move on now, and we pass um, Redemption. Morley's the new world champion now. And we go into UK TakeOver. And let me see the card. I, I don't remember much about the show. I remember it was Hardcore came back and he fought Storm. Wait, no, was this the one they fought Storm? Yeah, this is the one he fought Storm on. Because Redemption... Redemption was the one where he was the special guest ref for Storm versus Curse. I'm trying to remember this. <laughs> oh, Curse. Whew, that was fun. Yeah. Um. Oh, yeah, Rancic put his career on the line against... Yeah, Rancic versus Tobachogo. Um, then it was... We also had... I think it was Jordan Walker defending the money in the bank against a very young Kirk Matthews. A very he had the, um, the 
final of the top prospect tournament between Daniel Bennett, a very young Daniel Bennett, and uh, wonder what's going on with him now. Yeah, I wonder, wonder where, wonder where he ended up. I wonder if he's got any world titles. Yeah, I, I, I do wonder. You know, he's one of those guys that kind of I get, get fell off the map. You know. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, uh, he, he's the guy that really love Dan. UW gave him a spotlight, and he took off from there. Honestly, love you, Dan. Um, he's he's been one of the uh, again another guy. I feel like uh, he's one of the underappreciated promo artists <laughs> in a way, uh, because for all intents and purposes, uh, if BOTB is the place the top promo artists are, uh, the fact that he is unless he ended up in PWU, uh, I don't think the he... fact that the fact that he he's not there yet. Along with MT, for that matter. Um, I feel like the reason that they're not there is because BOTB wants to have a plan before they, like... Yeah, them. and that's... I think, ultimately, that's why I think a lot of these PWU guys are going to be out the door before it's all said and done. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, oh, I think only a handful of them are going to be left around. Yeah, like, because Future Foundation will probably get signed. Um, who else? I could say a Hangman fan, obviously. Finn's got to be on the roster. Yeah, Finn, totally. Um, um, I feel like he'll get put on there as Chris Jericho once it's all said and done. Yeah, I, um, I don't see why you. Uh, Prince has a soft spot for Chris, mm-hmm. and he wants to keep the Jericho rep around just in case Chris ever wants to come back. Yeah. Um. Well, but, but I don't think that's ever going to happen. So. Yeah. No. All right. Let's get back on track. This is when we. This is the first time I think we gave Oakley a shot at the World Championship. Because um, it was him versus um, Morley. And we had given him a few shots at the next-gen title before, but this was his first world championship opportunity. Yes. Also, earlier on the show, we had um, Hardcore and Storm in a steel cage. With power on the line. And Storm. And... Oh, <laughs> Storm. Storm picks up a win. Storm suffered, yes, yeah, Storm had, a, for a while, suffered the same fate that um, Hermata did, where he couldn't win on his own. He had to get help from everyone. But this is the first time, I think, that he actually won mm-hmm. clean. Well, I enjoyed the stuff with Storm, because it made him like, since he's supposed to be the owner, he's holding over the head of all these guys on this roster, that if you're not going to help me keep control, well my last act before I lose it, you're going to be out of a job. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I think it's more, it was more realistic to do the, you know, heel with his backup taking out, you know, keeping control with whatever means necessary because storm in, in character, Steven storm knew that he wasn't going to be able to keep control without the help of anybody else. Yeah. He knew that if like, if ever, if everyone hated him and he didn't have his backup, UW would not be his. Mm-hmm. And also and on the show we had um we had a hardcore championship match between Randy Hart and Sam Saunders for a hardcore title. Sam Saunders synonymous with the hardcore championship in UW. It, it became his belt. Basically, that's he made the belt. <laughs> Ren Ren took hold of it. And, as far as I know, never, you know, really let it go. He had he just, wrestling. Uh, 
Yes, at the time, Headache Wrestling with the BK logo. It was great. Oh, yeah, the Burger King logo. We got to find that and give it back to him. Oh, man. We got to bring that back. That was a lot of fun. The Burger King logo. Hell, yeah. Um, you you had introduced a Diamonds Championship at this time, which, you know. Yeah. Empress. Yeah, we had Empress, which was, like, one of my female wrestlers mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm going to make a dominant force here. She's going to be, like, the champion forever. And then um, Melissa Matthews beat her, and she died. There was a Natalie Salinas in that group as well, you know. It, it, oh no! It's not necessarily a who's who of women's of, of no. women's talent, but Natalie uh, Salinas. No, I don't want to remember her. At least you pushed him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, and, and the Rancic the Rancic Armada storyline advances here with if he can beat Tobachogo. It'll pretty much, you know, ensure him a contest against um, Hermata. It's exactly what he wanted. He wants to take down his brother, his brother in arms. He wants to, he wants to upend the the, the man who dictated his career for mm-hmm. such a long extended period of time. And I, I must say, for for uh, Rancic being a uh, be, being a uh, you know, Bobby Lashley rep and a guy who is fully seen as a um, pretty much seen as a uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Bland. He's more mostly mostly perce- perceived as a uh, bland baby face and an unappealing heel, I guess would be the word. Um, it really, you know, with, with the help of Rising in UW, it, it it made the Rancid character into a uh, you know mm-hmm. sympathetic. You made him sympathetic. Uh, yeah, I don't, a lot of you, I don't know how you did it, but you, you helped make him sympathetic. And and the judge, the judge gimmick, the whole I'm the judge. Uh, I'm taking out the evils of wrestling. It mm-hmm. was you know that that's something that I didn't even come up with until like the day I was on the app like <laughs> i'll be completely honest with you i had the the rancid character was something i had my you know me and my me and my brother used to do cause mm-hmm. and he when we originally created the ryan rancid call he was a three times golden gloves boxer and that was oh, basically no, not baron corbin no he wasn't baron corbin that's for sure <laughs> uh, but you know that that was basically the gist all he had going for him was the fact that he had a brother. He had a younger brother named Mike, who was also going to get in the business, and the fact that he was a three-time Golden Gloves boxer. So when I bring him on to Amino, you have to evolve the character and give mm-hmm. him more personality, give him more character, and just well, I guess he's the judge. His finish is called the final verdict, so why not? Yay. Um. So yeah, but, but anyways, it, it, UW made him sympathetic, and it, mm-hmm. it got him to the point where he could finally take on Hermata and hopefully uh, just upend him. But it was... next is my favorite, my favorite, maybe other than United We Stood, mm-hmm. uh, my favorite UW event. And that that would be the Royal Rumble. Heck yeah! Here we go. I, I'm I'm looking forward to talking about this one because this was 
Yeah, like you said, this is probably my favorite show besides maybe the next one that we did. I forgot what that was called. Uh, you had Sacrifice mm-hmm. after this. Yeah, it was Sacrifice. Besides maybe this, like maybe that one, this was my favorite show, definitely. Um, the show overall was just really fun. We had Walker, Jordan Walker fight. I think it was. He wasn't Osiris yet because this was the match where he switched to the character Osiris. But it was Chance J's guy. Um, then we had... Cam Hardy, S.N. Gore, and um, what's his name? Ryan Ryan Styles, I guess with a with a Randy, Randy, with a Randy Orton rep. Ryan Styles with a Randy yes, Orton rep. I, oh, that's fun. This is really uh, a who's who. <laughs> um, and at this point, at this point, this is where you started being able to bring in some yeah. top level guys. Uh, Tyler Law. Yeah, we had Law versus Fist, um, Saunders and Curse. This is TJ Adams. This is TJ Adams. So we, this is the first time we had Bowen on there. Hi, Bowen. Um, and you had, uh, and and he he ended up facing and uh, I think I, I believe losing to Brandon Syndicate. Yeah, I think I put Syndicate over, and I hate myself for it. I'm sorry, uh, Bowen. Syndicate, uh, Syndicate, unfortunately, Syndicate is one of those guys that was at the top at one time, and then he yeah. got cocky and felt like yeah well i'll always be at the top nobody can nobody's going to be able to pass me i'm still a top level promo guy and unfortunately for brandon syndicate sorry to break this to you <laughs> you're um, not you you have fallen off the face of the planet and if you ever <laughs> do return you need to improve and improve vastly yeah um, we also had a fatal four-way on this show and this is one of my favorite things that i booked about uw just the the build of this four-way and the way we did it because we had morley who's in there just trying to keep his belt we had Bennett in there. Oh, God. Bennett with the Cody ref. Daniel Bennett with the Cody ref. Yes, that is very – it's strange. <laughs> That's strange, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, I, I was talking to Dan about it the other day. I'm like, remember when you had a Cody ref? He's like, I it, don't uh, want to remember. <laughs> two um, Sting reps on the same card. Two Sting reps on the same card. Wait, we did – oh, yeah. Cause we Kirsten had... Saunders for the hardcore belt. And then uh, Cam, Cam Hardy. Hardy is – oh, no. We pulled some. We pulled some WBW shit. No, hey man, it happens. And at the time, at the time <laughs> I, I wasn't. At least, at least it was two separate gimmicks of Sting. Yeah. WBW's issue was that they had Loba Havoc and Jack Havoc, <laughs> and it was the same exact gimmick. Oh, that was amazing. But yeah, coming um... back, by the way, I just want to plug. Uh, I will be defending my WBW World Championship, and I will carry that league to the top. Yeah, I promise. I promise. Um, but you know, SN Gore is a guy that I enjoyed. Yeah, he was he was the PBW World Champion. They put him over as PBW yeah. World Champion. Oh yeah. By the way, WBW, you mentioned like coming back or whatever. He messaged me the other day and he's like, "Hey, Prod, your favorite league is back." And I'm just like, "I don't care." Like, <laughs> remember, remember when that was a big thing when like we had drama or whatever. Yeah, it was I. Uh, well, it was the whole point of. He put over uh, in, in his big normal Norman. battle. Normal Norman. Oh, Lord. Well, every, every single, I think at the end of the day, every single world champion that he had, every custom was, every big champion was his custom. Besides Tomas uh, Jones. Besides, oh, one. God. I remember when I wanted to push him. Again, the... 
day that will live in infamy in TWW was when Tomas Jones retired, helped retire William Hardcore. Oh, you bastard. Oh. Um, I, <laughs> hey, again, the intention was always, if we could have continued that, the intention was always to bring William Hardcore back. Yeah. And then it evolved into, well, let's bring back his protege, Daniel, or let's bring in um, Christopher O'Ryan, and he's going to be the one that helps take out El Cartel. Um, but of course, right. that's never yeah. really established. We had the Diamonds Championship, or I guess it was a, like a number one contender scramble, or it was the it was the Women's Rumble. It was a ten yeah. women Rumble, and of course, you put over Mercedes. Oh yeah, Mercedes Storm. Yeah, Ryan Rancic's Ryan Rancic's wife, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, that, <laughs> is that, or was that still a thing? Now, uh, that wasn't a thing yet. I don't think because that was just when she was Storm's sister. Yeah. Um, and she was like, I don't want to be a part of this, like, corrupt thing. She was just like, I want to be my own woman. I just got a phone call. If Did, did I cut you off? Because I just got a phone no, call. No, no, no. Okay, cool. Because I got a phone call and I just denied it. But um, it was, <clears throat> like, a bunch of women that you will never see again. Melissa Probably Matthews. not. No. Melissa Matthews was in there. Ashley Mercer was in there. Um. And, That's practically the two people that you would know from it. Right. And Ross's woman was in there too, the um B Priestley. B. Yeah, Priestley, yeah. Oh, that but was it, when she wasn't completely awful. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back before the Osprey days, I guess. Oh god. Um, no, back before like she won the starting belt. Anyways, um back to the four way. We had um Bennett in there, he just won the prospect tournament. Yep. We had Hermada in there looking for his rematch and like won the world title, and then we had Rancic in there who Wanted the world title, but also wanted to kill Hermata. Um, Basically, Rancic's whole entire uh, reason for being in this match was so that he could keep Hermata from getting the world title back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he knew he knew he knew that if Hermata got it back, that he was going to make sure that this time was different. Yeah, and it was then the Royal Rumble, which was oh. probably my favorite match until United We Stood that I ever wrote. Um. We had Randy Hart come in there at number one, and we did the whole cliche, oh my god, the man who started the Rumble won it. Um, and we had Randy Hart win the Rumble. Well, they always they always said that if you have to put a number one guy over, or a guy who is entering number one, if you're going to put him over, it's the best way to establish him as this. And I know it's cliche nowadays, but it's the best way to kind of establish him as, you know, he's an Iron Man and yeah. he deserves this shot. He lasted through everybody. And it's, although it's cliche, ultimately, if you're going to do it, it's, if he's going to be your Iron Man, it's still the best way to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking through this rumble and I see the most infamous Johnny Gargano rep of all time. Oh, Jonah don't got anything on this guy. Ren don't got anything on this guy. We got King A. <laughs> oh man we got riot and there's king a. <laughs> i remember when i wanted to push king a I, I remember i thought so did i we were gonna put he was gonna like i think he was gonna be next gen champion at one point oh, we, um, got, we got pbw international champion Noah grime in there and we got the iaw world champion simon kidd in there oh god you eliminated, you eliminated mark baxter really quick in this didn't you Oh yeah. oh, yeah, this was when I had two Balor reps because um, I put Jack Hudson in there. And um, he was a Prince Devitt rep. 
So he was in there with the real rock and roller jacket. We just didn't show his face. Um, in came Vincent Wolf. We had two hangmans on the show now. Um, we had Leo Cash come out. And Leo Cash, this is one of my favorite stories that we were booking. Leo Cash really wanted to fight Untitled. And we were going to eventually do it. Untitled Hogan versus Leo Cash. Then the wheels fell off. In as, came, as things sometimes do. It's... Yeah. And in came Luke. The Matt Riddle Luke. Ross came out. Kirk Matthews came out. And it was Kirk who eliminated Ross. And then Ross got back in and killed Kirk. And then put him through the announce table. <laughs> you got two Rollins reps. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Kronos. Uh. Oh, gosh. Then we had um, Christian Harris, Stone Cold Christian Harris come in, the former XCW World Heavyweight Champion. Um, oh, DeFoley! DeFoley Daniels! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> With all these classics guys in here. <laughs> oh, man, this is great. You know, look back on history. Right. Hermana came in. This is when Rancic came in the Rumble, and then Hermana beat up some guy to get back in the Rumble. And then they fought, and they were both eliminated. Like, they both killed each other, I think it was. We know um, the Shield came in and killed both of them, and then they continued <laughs> fighting. In came Ethan. This is when Ethan was a Jay Lethal rep, and then Shield killed him. And then William Hardcore came back in number forty out of a casket, holding the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. But we ignored that. We ignored <laughs> that he was holding a title. All he wanted to do was make sure it wasn't going to be Steven Storm. Yep. And then was- Randy Hart became the Iron Man and won the Royal Rumble. Which, again, it may be cliche, but it's still the best way to establish a guy as, well, he was here, and we want to build him up to here, and it wasn't like it was just a regular 30-man either. It was a 40-man rumble. Right. So he had to survive from number one and go through, you know, we were just, we were kind of geeking out there over some of the names that were in here. (laughs) You know, he had to go through all of these different names. Which is another reason why it was so it's it's so special that he ended up winning at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, this is going to cut off soon, so I'm gonna have to wait. Is it? Wait, is it, that? Yeah, it, it only allow it only allows us to go for an hour. So wait, what I, I'm gonna do. Okay, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna cut this one, and then uh, I'm gonna invite you back. Okay, cool. <laughs> why you had like a little cut in the podcast that you did with Bowen? Yeah. Okay, makes sense. Because I was like, wait, 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 but the podcast went for like almost two hours. What? Well, um, he, um, we we went for about 40 minutes, and this, of course, will be probably cut out, but mm. um, we went for about 40 minutes, and <clears throat> it, his Wi-Fi crapped out, so there was a cut there, and that's when I inserted the non-sponsor sponsorship. <laughs> um, yeah, Anchor. Um. So that's when he came back. We talked for about five minutes, and then he had to go and do something. So I had to cut it there. We should just keep this part in. <laughs> and then I – well, it's fun. It's a little behind the scenes, I guess, of the podcast. Yeah. Um, and then he came back, and then I was listening to audio from uh, – trying to see and see how good the audio was from the other podcast. And it kept playing after I started the uh, recording session back up. Oh, shoot. So – I had to turn that off, so I had to leave after about 20 seconds of that. And then I had to come back, and we got back on track. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, that's why – but, 
you know, at the end of the day, for all the goods that the good things that Anchor has, there are some drawbacks, but everything yeah. has them. It's still the best place that you could possibly make a podcast. Absolutely free. You can do it with your friends. It's very, it's yeah. it's pretty easy too. You got all the tools you could possibly have. So, mm-hmm. um, Randy wins, and he's going to get a guaranteed world title match. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go into builds a little bit, build, 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 and then we get to Syndicate Twelve, and we introduce new titles. Which the next gen championship that we made, which was like the wing or not the winged eagle, but the the cookie belt. Yes, it's still one of my favorite belts that I've made. Um, the diamonds title was another one that I really liked. The hardcore title was awesome, but that one was pretty much one that I found off Google and just stuck a UW logo on there. Um, and besides that, everything else was just editing. Me me being an editor, that was like not good. Um, UW pre show happened. And the, I don't know why I said the pre-show happened. I was just looking at it for the card. Card was, we had um, Rancic and Silverstar. There's another one. Wait, no, was it Silverstar? No, this was Maverick Shadows. No, this is not Silverstar. I do remember Maverick Shadows, but very, uh, uh, very, (laughs) uh, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's in my mind. I know exactly who it is. It's Lemon, isn't it? Yes. His Aleister Black rep. Oh, man, that would have been great, too. Oh, man. Maverick Shadows. I had such high hopes for him. Right. And we had then um, Street Fight with Syndicate versus um, Harris. We had Hart. Randy Hart fought um, Jordan Walker in one of my favorites that I did for the show. Um. We had a triple threat between Kyle Sycamore, JT Oakley, and Tyler Law. That's just that's just a who's who right there. Yeah, that's just like three guys that are like Tyler Law's BOTB world champion. JT is JT, and Sycamore's like he's getting back up there. He's he's working his way back up after kind of a sort of fall from grace, I guess if you want to say that. Um, but he's working his way back up. Then we had. Um, Melissa Matthews defending against Alejandra Vasquez. I guess it was like a, a name you will never hear again. <laughs> I think it was JT's original woman custom. Um, yeah, but uh, he's really hit, he's hit his stride with uh, the Shayna Baszler rep. Heck yeah, Roxy Blackwood. And yes, we had another one of my favorite things that I booked on the show. You'll hear that phrase a lot, but this was really one. We had Storm team up with SM Gore, and he faced. He made these two teams up, or he made the, these two teams, um, Rancic and Hermata. He made them team together. They hated each other, but he made them team together so he could get a win, like he thought. But then Rancic was like, lol, I'm Ryan Rancic, and then killed them. The uh, infamous the infamous Storm-Rancic rivalry that ran for, it felt like years, you know, yeah. honestly. Uh, it's not one of the most well-known rivalries over Amino, of course, because it happened in some smaller leagues and smaller places. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it is one that I credit with, you know, I feel like it helped create the judge mm-hmm. and make him even better. And it also drove me to create my own match type, and we're going to get to that. Oh, yeah, Joe. Yeah. Well, no, no, I'm not going to say it. We'll see. Um, this is when Daniel Bennett faced um, – Leo Cash on the pre-show. And this is when Daniel Bennett finally turned heel with the Joseph Connors rep now. Um, he killed the guy. 
Um, and then we got started with the show. And we have special gifts this show. This is the first time I did special gifts. Um, and it was... show kicked off with the next-gen title match, Sycamore retained. Hardcore title match, Saunders retained. Or Saunders retained. And Christian Harris beat Brandon Syndicate in a match that Pike PM me and was like, please don't put Syndicate over. He will not shut up if he beats me. Please put me over. And I'm like, that was the plan, dude. Well, I, I would never, in my wildest dreams, uh, you know, it never would the thought come into my mind of Pike, you know, losing to Syndicate. I, right. It, you look at, there, you know, when XCW started, three guys were the reason behind the league. And it was uh, Pike and Ian are the well-known members. But everybody <laughs> always tends to forget that the other guy in that group was uh, Syndicate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, God. Yeah. <laughs> and and they and they you know they had a falling out I guess because Syndicate didn't stick around at XCW when I was there he was gone so obviously there was something that happened mm-hmm. um, and so of all the people that kind of started it uh, Pike of course became the breakout star Ian became the guy who was on his way before he uh, left the app and then. By all means, then there was Syndicate. He was just like, well, I'm going to ride this star power that I got for as long as I possibly can. And obviously it worked because people were over left and right. So, I mean, I tapped him out. Dan Richards, I I killed him. (laughs) Thank you. No. Um, And it was on the show. um, We had Randy and Jordan face, like I said. And it started off with a roll-up super kick. A great, great start of like the Seth Rollins roll up into the well, yeah. Get it, get it, get it off to a hot start. These right. two hate each other. Why not? And then we had the tag match where um, Hermata betrayed Ransick in the match, and then Ransick won anyway. In a paragraph. Right. <laughs> Ryan oh, I know it's because Sam Saunders came in and like cost Storm the match because that was when Saunders um turned on Storm because he's he a face again. Yes, Saunders turned on them because he hated the shield. Oh, man. Um, I'm, stuck, I'm stuck on this gif right now of Sandman hitting the zombie over the head with a kendo stick. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that was the thing. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. <laughs> um, <laughs> then we had... Um, I, forgot, I forgot that we had my favorite. This was one of my favorites. This was my favorite segment that I ever booked for UW. And it was on it was on Syndicate, and Jericho I think cut a promo, and Cassidy came out and beat him up, zip tied. Jericho, oh, you mean Morley? Yeah, he beat up. Mor- what did I say? You said I think you said you either said Jericho or Jericho. I did say Jericho. No, he beat up Morley. Um, he tied him to the post and he made him sign the contract for a match at Sacrifice. My favorite segment that I ever booked. Um, and I called Ross. Thing? I called Ross the Renegade on this show. I called him Renegade. Um, I think this was after Headache Wrestling switched to Ren. And I was like, they're buddies, right? I can pass off with calling him the Renegade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to call I him. Guess, I, I, I suppose it didn't work that way, did it? Nope. <laughs> um, it, it's okay. It's okay. And then Ross won the world championship. And it was like, yay, Ross. And then Jordan Walker came out and was like, no, I'm champion now. I'm gonna screw. I'm gonna screw Ross Cassidy, and I think I think ultimately that's the right call. Right. Um, 
first of all, it sets up Jordan Walker and Randy Hart in the main event of the biggest show. Mm-hmm. Um, and ultimately, it makes Ross Cassidy even more sympathetic to the fans because we want Ross Cassidy to, you know, be the world champion. He's He's been our guy. We've, he's mm-hmm. been the guy we've been behind since the beginning. And uh, we want him to kind of get there and take over the entire world of UW. Mm-hmm. And eventually we got there. Unfortunately, at this time, uh, we got to a point where the end was near for the original run of United yeah. Wrestling. And this is this is when I um I messed up. I did an oopsies. My first of many, but I did an oopsies. I decided Amino meant more than doing my classwork. So I failed social studies for Amino. Um and I left the app for the first time. Um and I left UW and that was going to be that until I went, I'm going to give it to Randy. See how that goes. Oh, it didn't go well at all. It didn't, it didn't survive one show. We, we didn't even get to the next show, which I was honestly upset for. Cause like I was going to help out, but like I obviously wasn't going to do too much. Yeah. And I was excited Please, because that was when we were going to book the main event of Wrestle Bash. I think it was the big show. Um, and it was, it was going to be a fatal four-way between, no, it was going to be a triple threat. Morley was going to get out of the title picture after losing to Jordan Walker on the show. Um, Ross Cassidy, Randy Hart face winner challenges for the world championship. Jordan Walker came out, beat them both up. Lol, you're going to be in a triple threat now at Mania. Um... And Storm was gonna, no, Storm was gonna set up Hardcore and Storm. Um, that match was finally gonna take place. Hardcore is finally gonna win back the company. Um, I think this is the show. I think. Yeah. What'd you say? We were gonna get Rancic versus Hermata in. Yeah. Jailhouse Rules. Masterpiece of a storyline that I wish people would do. Right. Oh, that that I I think. And we'll get to an explanation on that when we get to the match itself, because mm-hmm. it's something that I really want to go in depth on. Yeah, because I think it, it it was one of the big standout matches on the final show. Yeah, um, and ultimately, after all that, after all all the trials, hardships that we ended up having with you know you leaving the app, you making your triumphant return, uh, leaving again. Um, you know, after all, after all the hardships that we ended up having to go through to get to this point, it was decided that United Wrestling as a league was going to end. But yeah. we were going to put it out in the best way that we knew how to put yeah. it out. Because I, I came back to the app again, and at that point, I just knew Gene. I had given the league to Randy Hart. Randy had flopped it, and I didn't want to be like, "Now we're going to do it again." Um, so I decided that that was the right time to end the league. A few people were skeptical because they're like, why are you just ending it to open up a new league? Um, and I, I was like, I need to get a new start. And we did United We Stood, which is one of, and I've said this phrase too many times that it's, it's overdone, but it's one of my favorite shows ever that I've done. 
probably Let's see. It's, it's a, what is it? A three night event? Yeah, it was a three night event, and it's one of my top three shows that I've ever done. You know, and then probably well, probably be next to Sound of Madness and um, what was the other one? There was another AIM show that I really liked doing. Shoot, I like doing all of them, but like there was one that I really, really enjoyed. I think yes, Smells Like Teen Spirit was the one because that was the one where we had the Prince Open Challenge, and everyone yes. promoted for that. And I was like, "Oh, I have the power roll in my hands. Let's give it to Merck." And then Merck did nothing. Yeah, well, Merck, Merck at that point decided eh, I'm just done with leagues. And one of the uh, another two guys I want to mention real quick before we move on and cover this final United Wrestling show, mm-hmm. Merck. And with his Mark Hansen, or even uh, for that matter, um, why am I blanking on his name? Johnny Young? Yes, Johnny Young. And uh, of course, there was uh, Hyun with Lee Zhengji, uh, both of those guys, uh, another two of what could have been prospects. Obviously, 5SW started doing stuff with Johnny mm-hmm. Young. And I. And. It, and uh, BSCW started doing stuff with Lee Zhangji, but they didn't stick around long enough to really see the growth and, uh, you know, the final, I guess, evolution of those characters. I'm not sure when this is going to come out. You said like two weeks, right? Yeah, probably. I'm not sure if what I'm going to say is going to be out of the time. And I'm really, really hoping it is because if it's not, I'm really sorry, Merck. But, um, He's actually thinking of writing a promo as Mark Hansen and coming back into leagues. Um, well, that would be fantastic. You know, I'd love to see Mark Hansen back. I love mm-hmm. Stan Hansen. And I think Mark repping Stan Hansen. I was going to do a, I am going to do an episode based around like unused reps and who I really wish would be repped, but it's a matter of seeing what would happen. I um, am really looking forward to doing that episode and I'd love to see Mark Hansen back. Heck yeah. Um, so anyways, we get to, United Wrestling, night three, or not not night three, three nights are confirmed, um, and the card is just huge, just so much stuff on it. It's for for the three night event. There's a lot of different booking uh, booking decisions being made here. Some and... of them good, and then some of them were utter trash. Um, you can't win them all. It's something yeah. that I'm going to, um, something that I'm going to put out there until the cows come home. There, there's sometimes you just can't do everything properly. Yeah. Um, you know, you know when you said earlier it was like, oh, that was the only thing I can think of that United Wrestling messed up on. I yes. wish you could have saw my face when you said that because there were so many booking blunders on this show. <laughs> You could make a top five list probably off the ones. It was like I mean, I look I look back at this and say maybe it's overbooked. I wouldn't necessarily call them. Uh, there, there's some things that you know you might consider a blunder, but I I believe that it's more overbooked rather than being an actual blunder. The blunder is that it was overbooked. Yeah. Because I remember did... my my least favorite part that I did on this show, and I don't mean to call him on blast, and he'll probably never listen to this, but if you do, I love you, Nathan. I love you, buddy, but we were talking in our chat, and he really, really wanted to be a part of this show. And I was like, Nathan, you've done nothing in UW. Why, why would you be on this show? He's like, well, put me on this show. <laughs> like, not, not like trying to force me or anything, but like jokingly, like, put me on the show. And I'm eventually like, fine, I'll let you kill a commentator. Um, 
out came one of the commentators. I forgot his name. He was like a generic name, like Nick Black or something. Yeah. Out came Minoru Suzuki and murdered him, and then left, and then three never repped Suzuki ever again. <laughs> yeah, I, like, yeah, I love it. I love it. Well, you know, stuff like that. You can't really control it because it was the debut of the gimmick. Whether whether he was going to be in um, UW long term or not, uh, I, I believe that when you were going to start APW, um, uh, some of the guys and you know you were you could utilize some of that UW history to kind of build some of those guys in APW. APW. Um, oh my god. I think wasn't Canvas going to be our world champion? Yes, the Cam- the original yeah. plan, the original plan was let's put the belt on Canvas because at the time, and I, I still believe this, Canvas is a very underutilized promo. Oh, totally. I, I think I, I think the formula sometimes gets a little. To me, it gets a little. Oh man, I wish he would cut longer promos, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't discount the fact that he's still a really really solid promo guy, and. At the very, at the very least, I, I, do I ever think he's going to reach the top in a league like BOTB? It's possible. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. But especially, especially in a place like uh, you know a mid-level league that's looking to get to that next level, Canvas was going to be a proper guy to kind of put that belt on and you know let him run with it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, course, now he's now he's killing it with Salam. Yeah, it and you know it's it's perfect. I, I like Ibrahim Salam. Because I like yeah. Mustafa Ali, and it's I like- one. It's my top five care, not not like on the like people on the app or whatever. Like what we talked about earlier with like Lesnar, yes. but he's in my top five favorite characters on the app. It's a great character. I'm not going <laughs> to discount that, and you know he he plays the underdog really well. But there's another the other aspect I do have before we move on is, as I said with Max Evans. <laughs> So, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but um, I'm looking at the W United We Stood um, Night 3 card. Somebody commented, Prod, are you a free rider? And um, Ren was like, no, he, he charges large sums of money. And I said, like, PayPal me 2K. And this guy, this guy, like, started, he's like, what's your PayPal? Um, <laughs> is there no security on it? Is people trying to, st- like, I'm pretty sure he was joking, but it's like, oh, gosh. I just played another joke. I love it. I love it. He, <laughs> What's the joke, he was willing to give you two thousand dollars. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. But um, uh, you know, I think one thing about underdog characters, and it goes back to Max Evans. Before that, Kirk Matthews. Uh, once they finally reach their ultimate goal, uh, there has to be an evolution with the character. They can't just keep pulling the underdog. Yeah. And I think that's the ultimate place where Ibrahim Salam, that'll be the make or break moment for that character. When he reaches eventually somebody's going to take him and he's going to accomplish his goal. And it's Canvas. I think Canvas will be able to pull it off. But you got to evolve it. He, once he hits that ultimate goal, once he climbs the big mountain, is, it, is he going to be able to evolve it? And uh-huh. for a long time, MT was lost with Max Evans. I have a mosquito bite on my arm. It's the most annoying thing. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I know that MT for a while was lost with Max Evans. And up until a certain point, he stayed that way until recently. Yeah, when when he came around with the Havoc Red. Yeah. Shout out to – Sorry to cut you off again. I do that a lot. Um, But 
the Havoc ref was originally going to have a manager. And I think you might know this. I don't remember if you do or not. But the manager and, like, the mastermind behind this, like, Max Evans turn, like, he was going to be like, I'm guiding you, Max Evans, was going to be William Hardcore. Hardcore was going to come back, like, back up Max Evans and be like, I'm your, like, guide to the light. I don't think I've ever – I don't think you, you've ever told me that. So we got breaking news here, folks. We got, <laughs> we got a little bit of a what could have been there, you know. Um, and I know that, you know, uh, Kirky didn't for, – for a long time. He got so boring because it, it was still the same baby face. After he had already conquered the light heavyweight division of every single place, it, it was still the same. Nobody would put him in the main event, so he had to turn heel to become a heavyweight. And now, I think what he's doing, I'm not exactly sure. Isn't he, like, turning face again in BOTB, sort of? It's like, a, basically, he's going on a redemption. Mm-hmm. And that's the Yeah. I think he's been a heel so long enough that he's at the point where he can, he's sort of earned his respect among everyone. He's he's gotten the rep, sort of. Um, not the rep as in, like, Roderick Strong, but he's got, yeah. like, the reputation as a guy who can go. So now people can see that, he um he deserves the respect. Yeah. So now he can turn babyface and actually be a babyface and not be I'm an underdog. I love I you know I love my family. It's all for my family. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, you know the whole the whole big drag on him was that for years for for the first year he was on the app, all he was was Roderick Strong with a different name. Yeah. And um. Then, I mean, and so, oh, you go, you continue. Uh, I'm gonna go on a h- entire rant here if I continue. <laughs> yeah, right. So we'll, we'll just jump back to um, United. We stood, and yes, sir. the most important night, night three, where, like you said on the first podcast, we finally tried to put this rivalry to rest. We finally tried to put it down, and it somewhat worked, but it also didn't work because people kept booking it. Um kicked off with Kirk versus Kyle. Um, Kirk won the belt. Or not won the belt. He kept the belt. Um, it was... Oh yeah, we crowned Jonah against Jay's guy, Ryan Jones. We crowned Jonah as the development champion. <laughs> we put we put Jonah in development. Never never will this happen again. I, lo- I mean, I, what, are you, what are you gonna do? I mean, sometimes <laughs> you just don't have room on the main roster. You gotta just put guys places. Right. Um, we had the triple threat for the women's title. Melissa Matthews retained again, the last champion there. Three Zuki killed um, Nick Black. Then part two. He the arms of sorrow at this point. Yeah, this was the first time he used the arms of sorrow. I'm pretty sure. Man, I thought that was more recent. Jesus. Yeah, and then it was part two, and it kicked off. I think it kicked off, didn't it? Yeah, it kicked off with. I'm gonna let you run on this one, man. All right, so uh, part two kicked off with, well, it kicked off with Trizuki killing somebody, but or getting cheered. But uh, <laughs> the, the next thing is, you know, the brainchild that I really um, enjoyed coming up with, and it's something that was originally going to be run in uh, LHW, the Role Play League, and then it was going to be run in Rising, and it did happen in Rising. Um, and then it was going to be run. It was going to be run in XCW, but it got to a point where they were changing the rules around so much that 
it just was that when it ended up in like an elimination chamber or what? Yeah, like if we were gonna put it in an arena, it's like you've got the four chamber pods that are gonna act as. So this is the rules that would have happened with jailhouse rules amended. Um, it, it was an elimination chamber, and you know it was still all the danger because of all the steel and metal around the mm-hmm. ring. But you have four. You have the four pods that are gonna act as your cells as your prison cells and two guys are going to be going at it inside this chamber. And the first person to lock their opponent up in one of those pods uh, would be the victor. So basically you're just beating each other senseless until one of you is just completely so far gone that they can't survive anymore. So the real match and the, rules of jailhouse rules the real match ryan rancic it's his concept it's his he's the judge so let's give him a match type and jailhouse rules was the perfect match type so you would book out you would rent out like an old abandoned jailhouse and he would he would it would be a blood feud it's the culmination of everything you would rent out this old jailhouse and with so many different wings and different spots to go through i i thought eh, that'd be really cool it's kind of like a final deletion kind of thing mm-hmm. um, so he ends up you know you go to this jailhouse and concrete it's brutal no pinfalls no submissions no knockouts the only way to win is to lock your opponent in a prison cell but you do it at the jailhouse and it might sound a little hokey, but you know, it's, I loved it. And of course you got in this match, Randy Hart shows up to be, you know, to kind of lock the door behind Rancic, their allies, their friends, just Hermata's going ham on, you know, the supernatural aspects of the gimmick and, and the brothers just trying to kill each other. They they have gone from loving each other, being best friends and allies, to being just horrible, horrible enemies. And then, and then you've got to call back to the first jailhouse rules back. As, as I, you know, as I'm looking here, you got Tommy Angel, <laughs> Dickinson here, and it's like these guys, James, these guys haven't been seen since. I think Rancic or Hermata, one of the two, either killed him. <laughs> yeah, Rancic, Rancic killed him in the original Jailhouse Rules, and then they both killed, they both killed them in this one because they were like, "This is bullshit. We don't need to, we don't need to do this. We don't yeah. need, yeah." And then they well, double, ch- yeah, they double choke slam Tommy. Um, his head hits the concrete, and he like dies. Um, and. Chris is on the ground, like, or not Chris. Did I read Chris? What the fuck? Oh, shoot. I messed up one of the names. Okay, so, like, he gets hit, and um, he's there on the ground, just, like, dead. So, I mean, it's just, the match, I will say that of the two Jailhouse Rules matches, between me and Storm and me and Hermata, this one is the best one. And I, I'll be the first to admit if there's anybody I want to ride a jailhouse rules match again, it's going to be you because you did a great job. Yeah, boy. The image I had in my head of what the match needed to be or should have been is exactly the 
result that I got from this match. And of course, at the end of the day, the two brothers go to war and Rancic is able to upend Hermata. Finally, putting away the the monster that has been tormenting him since the beginning of UW. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a beautiful moment at the end of it. The guys, the EMTs are there and the two brothers, you know, walk off into the sunset with each other as they are, they, they are, have earned each other's respect. They're, they're ready to get back. Wait, no, 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 Devin. That's what we wanted it to be. But you were like, oh, um, that's true. That's true. That's true. Rising, rising is going to book a feud between us. So don't have us hug. Well, it was the bull. And... It was the bull crap. <laughs> it was the bull crap thing where it was supposed to happen. And then he never did it because yeah, I remember it... exactly what this, this was going to be. And I'm going to spoil your entire plan now, Storm. So you better not ever book it. Okay. <laughs> okay. This was there a harmonica gonna like crash his wedding or something? Yeah, we were good. You know, we did the Mercedes Rancic proposal. We did that on pay per view. <laughs> we, we did that on one of the shows. Like Mercedes had just gone through a war, and Rancic came out and was like, you know, he, he decided, "Will you marry me?" So it's like we we had the proposal. We were gonna we were gonna set it up and build to a wedding, and then they were gonna get married, and Hermata was gonna come in and kidnap Mercedes, and. <laughs> Ooh. And so, where to, uh, oh. Stephanie? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it would be that, but he was—he was, he was going to crash the wedding reception and kidnap Mercedes. So, Rancic was going to go into this mode where he had no idea where his wife was. He was going to search frantically, and it was going to turn him into like this kind of lunatic, kind of you know, my wife is gone. My brother, of all people in the entire world, my brother. Saw, stole my wife from me. <laughs> and he, and he, like, would Hermana be like cutting promos where he'd like have Mercedes tied up and be like, "Look at her, pretty, pretty." Basically, it, it, basically, it was a complete mystery because yeah. ultimately this was going to result in a six-person rivalry because it was going to be Randy Hart being Rancic's, you know, in, in all. Well, it was going to be Steven Storm. You know, the two, because it's Storm's sister, it's Rancic's wife. Yeah. Of course, they're going to come together to try and save her. And then we were going to add Kirk Matthews just because, you know, at the time, with Kirk being all about family, it would have been perfect. Oh, um, no. <laughs> so He's all yeah. like, your, your family was taken from you. My family has gone through something similar. I'm not going to let your family... Like I don't want I don't want you to suffer basically. Yeah. You know, it's just mutual allies. We we had mm-hmm. he had earned mutual respect. We had earned a mutual respect for each other because uh, we had done battle a couple of times before. Mm-hmm. And it was it was well, I don't want to watch I don't want to watch you lose your mind because of this. So I'm going to come together and I'm going to help. Mm-hmm. Her model was going like to have ever shadows. I like the dynamic of Storm and um, Rancic having to come together because it's like his sister, his wife, and she's been kidnapped. I like that. But keep going. Um, And then on Hermata's side, he was going to have Maverick Shadows. And there was one one other person that I just can't, for the life of me, I'd have to go back in my PMs with Storm. It's Tova Chogo. It's not Tova Chogo. I promise you it's not Tova Chogo. Um, but I'd have to go back in my PMs with Storm to really, I guess, find that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, let me try something real quick. I decided to download the app on my phone to make it a little easier, or on my uh, computer. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me go to the PMs with Storm here and <laughs> try and find this because it was a really good angle. Mm-hmm. I think I think because with forgetting about the other, it might have been Curse at the time. It might have been Curse. Um, oh yeah, yeah, the Joker sting rap, yeah. But forgetting, you know, just putting the other guy out of our mind. You know, we were just going to do combinations of the six guys. Mm-hmm. And ultimately the whole thing, it's like a year long angle. And ultimately mm-hmm. the whole thing was going to end up with Hermada winning the world title. And now, now he's really got all the power. He's got mm-hmm. Steven Storms, the owner. He's got Steven Storms belt, his sister, and he's got Rancic's wife. So he's going to, he's going to just take control of UW or, or mm-hmm. not UW, but he was going to take control of rising. And the ultimate end to the entire angle was going to be kind of, it was just going to be Rancic versus Hermata. And it might've ended up in jailhouse rules. It might not have, but Rancic, <laughs> it was going to be like Rancic was going to go and try to win back his wife and win back his title. But yeah. with Hermata being the dark, you know, the dark Lord Hermata, Rancic was going to have to put his soul on the line. Oh boy! So you know it's kind of, it's kind of again hokey, creepy, goofy. Uh, call it what you will, but Rancic's mm-hmm. soul against Hermada's title, and if Rancic wins, he can get his wife back. Yeah, and of course, the only way it could end is Rancic winning and getting. No, he just gives up his soul, and his wife never gets free. Well, it could have been it could have been a deal where. It, you know, you could if you wanted to extend it, you could have had him lose, and then continue with Storm and Kirk Matthews battling to not only win back Mercedes and get back the company, but you know, win back Rancic in the long run too. If you really wanted to keep it going, mm. but you know, the ultimate end was Rancic winning, and he gets everything back, and you know, he's got a newfound uh, he's got a newfound respect on life, and. His brother basically, he he vanquishes Hermada forever. At the end Hermata of the day, dies. Hermata's gone. So that would have been the angle, but that's not going to happen. And darn it, Storm, that was a cool angle. Storm's got his five SW stuff going on now, so you know he's, I, just, he's just listening to this podcast. Like, dang it, I was about to bring that story back. Yeah, well. Sorry, not sorry, Storm. You know, I did help you come up with it, so. (laughs) Yeah, oopsies. Should have put that on the Master Plan Edition. So, anyways, um, the show moves on after that match. And we get Oakley finally getting his moment. Faces Ross Cassidy. And I I remember, I loved this match, but I also overbooked a part of it, I think. Because I had, what's this? Did I do that? Because I remember I was thinking at least about having Tyler Law come out and like try and cost Oakley. Did I do that? Let's see what we got here. I'll keep scrolling through it and see. Um, no Tyler no, Law I... yet. No Tyler Law yet. No, I don't think I did. I think I took that out, and thank God I did. No, no, you did. You did take it out. You took it out. And uh, Ross Cassidy loses the night after he won it. If I'm right, or yeah. 
Um, and it was, uh, that was going to be, like, the start of a big rivalry between them two in, like, APW. They were going to fight. Yeah. It was going to be like, Ross is like, you, I was supposed to be the final man, but you took that from me. Um, but, yeah. And then night three happened, the finale. Um, and this, this right here, uh, um, to all the listeners today, and, you know, forever. If you haven't read this match, and again, if you want to see the evolution of a guy being a novice to being an absolute stellar writer, go watch, <laughs> go read this match. You could you could read everything before it if you're being completely. If I'm being completely <laughs> honest, uh, you you could read. Uh, go back to the first UW show and then go to the main event, or don't because that show sucked. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. know, just go back to the beginning, yeah. see what happened, and then go to this and see where, you know, Prodigy ends up. Because this match is an amazing match. Mm-hmm. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you, this is your, uh, this is your <clears throat> baby. So I'm going to go ahead yeah. and let you take it from here. <clears throat> so I think it was on night two, Hardcore came out and announced that Storm had given up the company and he didn't want to appear at United We Stood. So the company was hardcore again. And he wanted to go out with a bang. He wanted one last match because he knew Sam Saunders was going to retire and William Hardcore was going to retire. So he said, let's go at it. We've never done this before. Let's do it. And let's cap it off for the hardcore title. I'm William Hardcore and I'm going to be the last UW Hardcore champion. I'm just an AIM Hardcore champion. (laughs) Um, imagine that William Hardcore comes back to AIM. No, um, so it was WI's announcer, so or ring announcer. Uh, yeah. Um. So, anyways, Hardcore Saunders just kill it. Five K words, I think it was about. I remember I did one thing for this match that was really interesting, which honestly kind of helped out. And I had the Amino app open on like one tab, and I had the Notes tab open on another. And on the Amino tab, I had Javi for Squid pulled up. And instead of, like, I didn't steal any spots from the match, but what I did was, I, that was during a time where I was like, oh, match length means everything before match quality. And in this match, it actually worked. Um, but I was like, I can write as long as this match, and it'll be as great as this match. And it turned out really good. Turned out better than I was honestly expecting it to. Um, and just we had so many spots in here. Like my favorite spot in the match was definitely the power bomb from inside the ring through the announce table on the outside. Just, it, I, it's it's a brutal match to read. There's a lot of brutality right. that happens, but it is a hardcore match, and I wouldn't expect anything less. And there was also when I almost set Sam Saunders on fire. Um, yes. When I when I poured Saunders, lighter fluid on him. What a way to go out in a blaze of glory, literally. Yeah, I pour, I poured lighter fluid on him and I was about to put him like light him on fire and then he like killed me. Um But then after that match, we had hardcore grab a microphone and he basically said, Storm, you sold the company to me after you took it. We've been feuding all around, we've been in like PBW. TWW, Ace, PBW, Rising, all these places we fought. 
let's let's patch this up. And we had a big hugging moment between Storm, Saunders, and Hardcore to close UW's chapter. I mean, and that that right there, I couldn't think of a better way. It's the three guys that really epitomized what uh, UW was. It's it's the rivalry that basically spanned that that didn't just basically span, but spanned the entire uh, yeah. of UW and. The perfect way to do it. All three guys coming together, uh, showing that even though they, you know, hate each other's guts in a certain aspect, you know, they all respect each other. And I couldn't, I couldn't think of a better way to end it. And UW again will always hold a very special spot in my heart because it was the first real written league that I could come into and really get invested in because I was invested in the stories, I was invested in the booking. And I was invested in the people that were in it because even before UW started, many of the uh, performers and artists were friends of mine going into it. And it it really, you know, I made new friends out of it, obviously. And my Mm -hmm. bonds with several others got even stronger. So, okay. So I'm I'm sorry to cut you off for now. This has nothing to do with that at all, but um, I posted the thing last night where I was like, I'll be suing Mr. Devin and Mr. Bowen for burying me on the podcast. And Dan just comments, burn it to the ground part two coming soon. Remember, remember, remember burning to the ground or burn it to the ground when I like got all pissed off and like basically shot on 5SW? Yes. Oh, I do remember that. Also, Jonah reposted one of your old um, Rancic promos from 2016 and just chanted Lashley. So it's it's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to get on here and see and see all that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hi, just, hi Jonah, if you're listening to this in like two weeks, hi. For certainly yes, Jonah. Uh, you know, call out to you. You're the man. <laughs> don't don't ever change your rep again. Um, <laughs> remember, I, I remember, when, say, remember when everyone got mad because we thought that he changed his rep in AWN, but he just like thought it was the like G one or whatever. Yeah, I thought I got I, got, I, I was so bad at that. We were oh, so hot because of that. I was oh. livid. I was livid. It's like you finally found a rep that worked. Why'd you do it? Um, but yeah, you know, I think Jonah's gonna be on here, and I thought about calling the episode Jonah the Man of a Thousand Reps. Um, but I don't yeah. want to do him like that. So yeah. Um, that's that's that's, a, that's up to him if he wants to do that because I know like sometimes he'll like find it funny or whatever to mess with the rep thing. Well, yeah, I think it'd be funny if I if I brought him on and then like had him just ramble on about why he chose those reps. <laughs> it'd be great. Every single rep that he's ever read, the episode will be like five hours long. It probably would be, but you know every podcast has one of those episodes, right? Um, so yeah, you know, UW ends with United We Stood. We've gone uh, about uh, at this time about a year and a half of time. Um, from where it began. Oh my God! That was for a while. It it went on for a while. um, Sorry, sorry. I'm I'm trying not to swear right now because I know that you're you don't like to swear as much. I know. I know we're fine too. Like on Bowen's podcast or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I also. I also. I don't have any any problems. I don't have any problems with it. The only the only thing that I had to do last night is because since there was so much swearing in it, it wasn't popping up on Spotify at first. Mm-hmm. So I had to go to my podcast settings and see what, or and see Gosh why. Darn it, Paul <laughs> And he go and I. It's like 
I don't have this set as explicit content. I, I don't see it as explicit, but let, let's give it a shot. Change it to explicit content. The minute I do it, immediately it pops up on Spotify. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is what it is. I didn't see it as explicit, but you know, you do, you do you. I'm not, yeah. it, you know, I want you to be yourself. It, it's, it's mm-hmm. a podcast. I, I want you to be you. I don't, I don't want you to be to, um, What's the word for my sake? Because I, I want the real aspect of everything to be yeah. put out there. Oh um, yeah, there's nothing fake. It's not like I'm like forcing myself. Oh no, to I, I know you're not being fake. It's just, uh, and I do I do appreciate that you're trying to take into consider, you know, mm-hmm. take into consideration, you know, how how I feel. But honestly, I'm not too worried about it. And as I told Bowen, you're free to do and say whatever you want. Yeah. Um. um but but I'd like, say that this is. This has been a really good podcast, and I think this is something that I want to do more because there's again, when I, on my first episode I said that I want to put a spotlight on some leagues and places that were right, underappreciated. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a few months since we've done a voice chat too, so it's like it has been, and it, it's nice to sit down and actually get to talk to you a little bit because right. with the hustle and bustle of life, it just gets hard to. You know, right. sit down and talk. So it's it's been nice to kind of. I'll be honest. Course. I'll be honest. I thought like you hated me for a bit because like. Hey, um, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to ignore you or anything. But yeah. with Cracker Barrel, working there at Cracker Barrel. By Ooh. the way, they are sponsoring AEW. So I work for AEW sponsor. Change that to your Twitter handle. Like, be like JD from NY, and be like, I'm the AEW like. Informer or some crap, or like I'm the AEW Cracker Barrel guy. Yay. <laughs> oh lord! Um, yeah, when I come into Cracker Barrel, you better you better give me a discount now. Well, you know I'm in Missouri, so if you ever come down to Herculaneum, Missouri, and go to the Herculaneum Cracker Barrel, by all means, man. I'll be sure to come but down I, just for that. Thirty five percent friends and family discount. I can use it on up to seven <laughs> people at a time. So you know, why did I yep. just say that? And <laughs> now everyone's gonna come down and be like. Oh yeah, um, you, you said. I mean, you by, by all means, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> you know, by all means, you know, if you ever want to come down, and hang out. By all means, you know, I yeah. when I go up to uh, Chicago and uh, uh, Tool, Tool Jason, and uh, Stephen Tool's brother and his buddy Tyler, we're all going up to Chicago for Survivor Series weekend. So nice. Wait, so um, Survivor Survivor Series in Chicago this year? Yes, it is. Well, I'm talking to my dad now. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, we already got our takeover tickets. Uh, There's a takeover there too. Okay, yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's gonna be really good. It's war games, so. I'm, dude. I need to go to that now. I'm really hoping because we're already. Um, my dad and I, we're already going to a few concerts. We're gonna go off on a tangent now that we've been talking about UW for like. It's fine. This is B-roll. B-roll. Yeah, it's the fun stuff. Uh, yes. We're already going to see the Struts in about a month again. And we're seeing AJR in October. Um, And we're debating on getting um, all-out tickets. But if Survivor Series is in Chicago, and if they're doing War Games the night before, that's taking my money. Yes, uh, that is what's going on. I'm not sure on the ticket sales for War Games. I haven't been told it's sold out yet, so I still think there's tickets available. Um, Mm -hmm. So I know that Tool, Jason, me, Steven, we're all going to be there. So Heck, I, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to talk to my dad immediately. Cause that sounds, uh, um, yeah. I don't know if like, I'll see any of y'all or whatever. Cause my dad's one of those people that's like, 
mm, people that you never met, strangers, uh, stranger danger. But um, well, if you're if you're able to come find us, we'll be in section one eleven. If not, uh, yeah. If not, you know, we'll just miss each other. But yeah, we'll, we'll try our best, I suppose. I'll, I'll I'll try and what I'll do is from my seat, I'll try and find you guys and just like record y'all and be like, look, guys, I found a bunch of famous people, and I'll like post it on the app. <laughs> That'd be perfect. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll find y'all just to get like one of those videos, like when wrestlers do like, you should check out Wrestling Amino. Hi, my name's Devin, and you should check out Wrestling Amino. Well, speaking of, I do want to plug something, because it's getting to that point where we're going to have to end this episode here, because it's, yeah. it's getting up there. To, but uh, I do want to plug something, and it, it, it is a possibility. Ethan Page said he's doing podcasts now. He's coming on podcasts. Ooh, and I was I was a little, what, what's the word here? I was uh, overzealous. Maybe overzealous, but I was like, well, if you never put yourself out there, then you're never going to be able to get anything done. So yeah, I, saw I messaged Ethan Page on his Twitter yesterday, and don't get too excited, but it is a possibility that All Ego Ethan Page will be doing an episode of All Things WA with me. Uh, it probably will be only about a 15, 20, yeah. 30 minute interview with him, but uh, there is a possibility. Think, um, that- you got to get Bowen on there too, so we can be like, I rep you. I I, I use I mean, you to make my own character. That, that would that would do it. But I, I'm pretty sure. Listen, there was the one. There was one time, and it was at a Glory Pro show. I went up and was talking with uh, Shane Strickland, and <laughs> I told him that Jonah's rep Shane Strickland. Yeah, and he was irked. He he was creeped <laughs> out by that. So. I, uh, I I made a vow to never do that again. Why was he like? Um, he was, was like, he "What ma- the heck is W?" He, he's like, "What's wrestling amino?" I was like, "Well, it's an app where we can we where we uh, where like wrestling fans get together and there's different leagues, and in one of these leagues in particular, I've got a buddy of mine named Jonah, and he's actually made an edit for Shane Strickland before. Apparently, I had a buddy of mine named Jonah, and he reps Shane Strickland. He's Jonas. He's an international swerve Jonah Strickland. And he thought that was that. He thought he, you could tell by the look on his face, he was like freaked out, but he didn't say anything outwardly to me. (laughs) You you could tell. Uh, So I love uh, that. (laughs) Yes. Jonah, I embarrassed you in front of Shane Strickland. Uh, How do you feel about that? When when Jonah comes on the podcast, he'll, he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll be sure to say something to you. Yes. I fully expect something to come up about him, but, uh, with that being said, you know, I want to thank you for coming on today. Uh, it was Heck great yeah. looking back, reminiscing on UW. And um, anytime, really I'd, I'd love to be back on here. Oh, of course, man. I know that um, if we ever do, I, I know that I want to do a league owner roundtable at some point. So um, nice. thinking about having uh, you, if I can grab Prince for that one, I'm, I hope to grab Prince. Uh, yeah, I'm doing a. Uh, I'll grab uh, Nolan and some of those guys from Starbound. Uh, Hope we can get like legal... Mark on too. Mark from like TGW. Yes. I've never. I just want to do a league owner roundtable. You know, me being a league owner now too because NGWI is starting up. Which I made out a list of wrestlers. I made out a list of. Hey, you better, you better, you better request me in. One of those, one of the names on the list was Christopher Orion. So you don't have to worry about that. Nice, nice, nice. Um, hey, um. Actually, what you should do is, um, I don't know if this will be on the podcast or not, but, um, like, what you should do is, 
instead of maybe Orion, maybe bring in Nathan Sykes because that's a character that I'm trying to use a little more. But that's Nathan, up to y'all. That's up to y'all. He's he's my well, Jay White run. Of course, it's me and Tool. It's me and Tool doing it. So mm-hmm. that's up to um, you guys. We'll have to discuss. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't I don't see there being a problem if you want to use him. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm a big believer in it's whatever the you know promo artist wants to use. It's whatever yeah. the guy who is in the league wants to use. If mm-hmm. you want to use Nathan Sykes, I'm all for Nathan Sykes. And yeah. I think I think we can come up with some stuff to do with him that'll be really cool. Cuz I, I know you guys won't book him, but I don't want there to even like be much of a possibility of another Kirk Matthews Christopher Orion match. No. Cuz I remember when that got booked by like BPW and then it got booked by some other league and I'm just like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I uh, I get I I get real tired of people trying to use issues that are outside of the actual, yeah, like, you know, to try and push their own, to try and push their own agendas. Right. Uh, like BOTB did it because issue, BOTB had to do it. Yeah. The issue isn't as much of like a prominence anymore. Like there's no drama, but like, no, it's common knowledge that like, we aren't the biggest fans of each other. No. Um, so but like, why, why would you other. book that? Yeah. There's, there's no issue. There's no drama. We're just like, we just don't get along. Exactly. And, and uh, that happens, but you, mm-hmm. you could be in the same chat and, you know, coexist fine. Exactly. But at the at the end of the day, we don't need another match. Yeah. <laughs> and I I do not plan on doing anything. Yeah. The only way I can think of doing another match is if we get to a point where because and I'm not putting this on the podcast. So I'm gonna do my yeah. sign off now and then I'll tell you. Okay. Um so do you want to like voice chat on Mike Wrestling Amino or whatever then? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, this has been the All Things WA podcast special UW episode. On our next episode, I am going to announce right here, right now, for all of you, that we will be doing a special look back on the biggest blogging league ever. We will have Jason. We will have DJ. It will nice. be EO. Heck yeah, nice. That's awesome. All, all right. right. Peace out, man. I enjoyed that. All right. It was great. <laughs>